Business Beat Radio, episode 19. Oh my goodness gracious. <laughs> Actually, Kristen, there's one studio buzz we did where that's what that's what you said when um, Maria Gatewood was here. You're, in the background, you're like, oh my goodness gracious. It's a classic. Well, hello everyone. Welcome to Business Beat Radio, episode 19. I am Chris Curran, your host, and our co-host is Kristen Zotero. Hi. Hi, Chris. How you doing? Wonderful, wonderful. You're, you're happy because the sun's out. I am. And you know what? Episode 19. That's pretty cool. Remember being 19? It was such a weird number, right? You were kind of in between, like, you know, strange. I, and I then know. you take the leap into 20, and it was fun. Yeah. <laughs> that was a long time ago. Actually, not that long, but... <laughs> okay. All right. Bringing everyone back to their childhood. Well, we have a great show today, and let me just first say that this Business Beat Radio show is... About real people and real business. That's, that's what we do here. That's what we do. We have uh, our website is businessbeatradio.com. You can go back and see all the cool people we've interviewed. And um, we basically have fun with local business people, <laughs> not at their expense or anything. <laughs> <laughs> and we, you know, we find out what they're doing and how they're building their business and all the, you know, the vital components that maybe we can take something from and learn from to build our own business. Absolutely. In 2013, when everything is changing so much. Right, Kristen? Yep. Change it by the minute. By the way, you're the you're the uh, area director and publisher with N2 Publishing. You publish Mountain Lakes Living Magazine. Yes, I do. Cool. All right. So we have a great guest today, and she's someone I know pretty well because uh, her and I actually host another show here at Fractal Recording called Senior Care Radio. Her name is Tamara Young, and she's the franchise owner of Senior Helpers here uh, in northern New Jersey. So welcome to Business Beat Radio, Tamara. Hi, Chris and Kristen. Hello. This is so cool that you're finally here. We had a little uh, scheduling snafu, what was that, about a month ago maybe, right? That's just fine. I'm just glad to be here. <laughs> Thank right? you for working with us. <laughs> yeah, our, our, our booking uh, agency... Isn't it? We don't really have one. It is, uh, You're just so popular. A, yeah, a.k.a. Yeah. Kristen, who it, that's not her forte. So it was It was good. I'm, well, we're glad you're here. And, you know, what you do, uh, which we're going to get into today, is so vital, and it's becoming even more vital uh, in the world because it has to do with senior care, right? Um, so let's start out with... Um, well, the name of your company is Senior Helpers, right? That's right. And how long have you been with? Uh, how long have you owned your franchise? I opened the company in two thousand six, so almost seven years. Wow! All right. So I want to find out. I want to know how it started and 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 the initial growth period. You know, because that's always the the thing. But but let's get into what you know. What kind of services you provide and 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 what your operation does? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, what we do is we help seniors remain in their homes, wherever that might be. It could be in home and assisted living, by providing bonded insured caregivers to go in and help with daily activities such as meal preparation, medication reminders, laundry, light housekeeping, and we can also assist with personal care as well. Um, we can do hourly care and live-in care, and we cover a large footprint. We cover Morris County, Passaic, Sussex, and part of Warren County as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, why, okay, so staffing. 
um, you have both, obviously, administrative staff, and then you also have caregivers. And where is your office located? Well, we're in Fairfield, and it is a very challenging part of the business because, you know, it's really almost two businesses in one because what we do is we spend a lot of time scheduling caregivers. We, we are constantly recruiting and hiring caregivers. And then we also, it's a very competitive business, so we're also always out marketing and trying to get new clients as well. Right. And so you're obviously a networker. Absolutely. Yeah. My background is actually in sales. I worked for large corporations before starting my own company. So that's been very, very helpful Mm -hmm. in terms of, you know, being able to go out and beat the pavement and, you know, talk to people and, you know, learn how to work with referral sources that give us business. Sure. How do you see, I mean, you started in 2006. I mean, you've made it to the seven year mark, which I I don't know if that still like stands today or whatever in business, but you know, you make it for seven years, you're, you're pretty much on your way, you know, but I'm curious though, is that true? And you know, how is your business different from 2006 to today? Well, you know, I started the business without one client, without one caregiver, not really knowing a whole lot, but just with a lot of drive and determination. So to look back and think about, could I do that again? I don't know. That's a very scary thought because it was just a lot of sleepless nights and a lot of work. And um, right now the business flows a lot better to say that I'm on my way and I don't have to worry about it. I constantly have to market and look at different ways of doing business because it is always becoming more competitive. Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, so so the competition is basically increased. Right. From that absolutely. Because I've noticed that, you know, a lot of different companies have popped up that right. do some similar stuff. Um, do you also do placement in um, or um, help guide people into assisted living homes and things like that? Yeah, you know, um, I do. We don't. I mean, it's not a service that we get compensated for. But in terms of how I view my business and how I help other people, I'm always looking for ways to if they can't use our business, you know, I can always direct them or give them resources that I think would be helpful for them in terms of planning. So, you know, I'm, I'm familiar with a lot of the assisted livings and skilled nursing facilities, daycare, and I'm really glad to be able to help people. That is a very rewarding part of our business as well. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is something, and, and we talk about it on our show, Senior Care Radio. And um, and by the way, that's where folks can find more information about you and your company. If you go to um, SeniorCareRadio.com, yeah, here it is. And um, yeah, it, uh, there's a tab called Your Hosts, and you can read about Tamara and uh, find links to her website and everything like that. So SeniorCareRadio.com. But there's a lot involved in senior care, and, and it's one of those things that when people, first of all, people don't plan to need it or to even want to have to talk about it. So it kind of sneaks up on people, right? And and uh, and there's so much to know, so many different facets of 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 the industry of of getting old you might just say like insurance and how to live and and everything so do you find yourself educating people a lot oh absolutely i mean most people really are not prepared for what they're going to need in terms of care people believe that medicare covers most everything which it really doesn't it doesn't cover long-term custodial care so financially uh, I get a lot of questions about that. People are not prepared for it. Usually when they, you know, many times when they call our office, a lot of times people don't have long-term care insurance to be able to cover those costs. So I am constantly letting them know about, you know, different resources that might be out there. And the other side of it is that seniors really do not want care. 
mm-hmm. you know, both financially as well as fear of losing their independence. Mm-hmm. So um, we re- usually work with their children. Usually seniors themselves do not come to us and say, hey, you know, <laughs> sign me up. <laughs> so uh, it's usually after a traumatic event or something where people are really in need where we get involved. Wow. And we talked about it on a couple episodes on our show, too, that um, Senior Care Radio, that um, in a way, some of the seniors kind of go kicking and screaming to to getting the help from the outside. But then after like two, three, four weeks, they, they kind of like it and they love it, right? Yeah, you know, and usually it isn't even two or three or four weeks. Usually it's usually a couple days. Oh. Uh, <laughs> it really is. And I'm, it's, I'm not just saying that. I mean, once they realize that they have somebody there to talk to or do things with or even we do errands and transportation they can even feel more independent and really like that Mm. yeah i think that's great yeah so your your services are non-medical that's correct i mean sometimes they get confused with being medical because we do personal care we do bathing and dressing grooming you know helping people that are incontinent transferring and that's often the same duties that medical um companies do as well so sometimes it gets confused but we are considered non-medical okay and is it hard to yeah i was when you mentioned it before uh Kristen, about that there's so much uh management with the caregivers and the clients and all this changes is it hard to i mean i almost imagine it like uh what, what do they call it a dispatcher in like a <laughs> cab company is it does it get really confusing and crazy on the the managing end for you you know, it, it, there are so many moving parts all the time. Because I've been doing this for a while now, I can almost anticipate things before they even happen. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, a lot of times the people in my office, they think I overdo it because I'm always telling them, you know, or reminding them to call the caregivers over and over and over again to remind them about their shifts or do whatever we have to do. Because if you can really manage a lot of things on the front end and make sure that things are buttoned up, this business runs a lot better, not just for us, but in terms of being able to help our clients and, you know, make everybody happy. So mm. I'm a little bit um, particular and detail oriented, and that's really what, you know, helps with this business. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know like you Like me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what's cool is we just had... Um, on Business Beat Radio, our last uh, it was our last episode, eighteen, with Bob DeMarco. Yep, your Alzheimer uncle. reading room. Alzheimer's yep. reading room. Um, he Bob DeMarco. He took care of his mother twenty four seven for almost ten years, and she started uh, having signs of dementia, and then he basically moved in with her, right, and just started taking care of her and went through all that himself. But see, most people can't do that, right? Most people can't quit their jobs and stop their whole life and move in with their parents and help them, right, Tamara? No, that's absolutely true. I mean, a lot of people are even caring for their children at home, trying to work full-time and then care for their parents. And even when you don't have all those other responsibilities to care for somebody 24-7, even when that's your only duty, that's still a lot. So often getting outside help in regardless is something that can be very helpful to the caregivers. It can give them a break and it can also help them put on their own oxygen mask first so that they can help the other person. Mm. Right. Yeah. So what is it like? Who reaches out to you first? Like, what does that phone call sound like? Is it like, help? (laughs) Like, who calls you and what is it about? I mean, we get a lot of calls from social workers at facilities. So a lot of times it could be a social worker at a facility like an assisted living or a hospital to call and let us know about a potential client that we might be receiving. 
Uh, we also get calls from family members, usually sons or daughters or other loved ones, usually not the seniors themselves. And sometimes people do plan. Sometimes it's, you know, somebody's in rehab and they're going to be getting out in a couple weeks and they're starting to look at home care or they might be planning down the road for somebody that's, you know, ill or that they're starting to need more care. A lot of times, though, unfortunately, people call after somebody's had a severe fall mm. or something very dramatic has happened. Right. Where it could have probably been prevented. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's like everything in life. You know, you don't think you need the insurance until <laughs> the storm hits or something, you know. Right. So people don't know you, but I've I've kind of gotten to know you hosting the Senior Care Radio Show with you. And, and I kind of know how you got into your business and your personality a bit. Why don't you tell us, how did you start this business for yourself and, and why? And why, did, why do you like it? Why do you love it? Well, I, uh, I came from corporate world. I came from sales, and I had been in doing that for a long, long time, and I really wanted to do something that was rewarding at the end of the day. I was selling consumer products, and at the end of the day, it just wasn't, you know, it didn't really feel good. Like, I wasn't really getting achieving the goals that I wanted to achieve. And I'm a pretty driven person, so I, I didn't want somebody to say, okay, this is all that you can do. So I, I knew that I wanted to start my own business. And I've always had an affinity for seniors a long time ago. When I had more time, I had volunteered at an adult daycare center where a lot of people had Alzheimer's. So when I was looking at a business, I really wanted to work with seniors. Mm-hmm. And it is it is such a rewarding business, not just from being able to take care of the seniors themselves, but in terms of seeing the family members being able to take a deep breath when they finally get some relief, or our caregivers that care so much about what they do and how rewarded they are by it as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of the caregivers, you know, what kind of process do you go through, you know, to hire them? Do they have specialties? You know, they've worked with Alzheimer's patients before, so they sort of understand that kind of thing. Or do, you, do you pick them sort of for what they can do with the client that you have at the time? No, that's a, that's a really good question. And um, we we hire a, very, a variety of caregivers. We have to have a pool of caregivers available for when clients call. So we're always looking for certain traits in terms of reliability or social skills or dependability, you know, and, and also in terms of what they what their certification is. We also hire home health aides for the personal care. And then when we meet with clients, we offer initial consultation and we can really understand at that time what they're looking for in terms of uh, their needs or personality and Doing this, you know, since 2006, you you really get a good feel for what people are really looking for. Right. So we do try to make a very good match right from the start, and we're really pretty successful with it. Uh, if it doesn't work out, though, we're very proactive in following up with our clients right from the beginning, and we'll make a change right away if we need to. Right. Mm-hmm. That's great. Does that answer your question? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. So then, and I like the fact that you, the reason you're in this business is for the fulfillment part of it. I mean, obviously we all have to do something to make a living, but I've I've always felt like you that it should be something that at the end of the day, you kind of feel really good about. And I think in general, um, because my wife is from India and I, you know, I see how they take care of their parents and how that family dynamic is. Um, there's a lot more reverence for the parents. And I think in America, it's kind of like, well, when your parents, as soon as you're out of the house, when you're 20 or 25 or 18, whatever, um, 
it's like your parents are on their own and you just whatever and when it's time you just put them in a home and forget about them and maybe give them a little money but um that attitude is a lot different than your attitude right because you you would prefer people to stay in their own home right yeah most people really do want to stay in their own home and we do see both ends of the spectrum in our business too we do see what you know what you described in terms of family members that really are distant or really are not involved in their parents care and then we see ones that even though they're hiring care, they are very, very involved. And, and, you know, that's really a great thing when they can be really involved, but at the same time, take a little bit of a break. Right. Mm. So you do a lot of networking. I do. So let's talk about that. <laughs> what, um, well, I can see here you're involved in Rotary. Uh, tell us about that, Rotary. Yes, I'm involved in the Wayne Rotary Club, and we're a service organization for people that don't know what Rotary is. What we do is we do a lot of fundraising and give to the community locally as well as internationally. I'm going to be president um, starting July 1st. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. Um, It's a wonderful organization. Oh, yeah. What the history? When was it started? Oh, my goodness. Uh-oh. I don't oh know my. the answer to that. Oh, you don't have to take a test before Our, our the... club was started in the 50s. Okay. And um, also, as a offshoot of our club in Wayne, we started an organization called Foundation for the Handicap, where we give developmentally disabled people jobs. Oh. It's a wonderful organization, really? yes. Oh, I'd like to learn more about that. Well, I'll tell you more. Uh, yeah. And I'm, <laughs> I'm also a board member on that as well. Okay. Wow. Uh, Rotary was started by in in Mr. Gustav E. Lohr's office in the Unity Building in Dearborn Street on February 23rd, 1905. Okay, thank you. I <laughs> should Dearborn know that. Street where? Uh, Chicago. Oh. <laughs> Downtown Chicago. Sorry, I didn't. I started mid-sentence. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, that's 1905. Cool. Cool. Are you members of Chambers? I am. I'm a member of the Tri-County Chamber. I'm also on the executive board, and I'm going to be chairman of the chamber not the paid position but the volunteer position beginning in 2014 for a year wow So i'm very involved in that as well i'm also on the sussex county division of senior services advisory council which is an appointed position by the freeholders and so you know it's it's really great Uh, one of the things that i've done that's enabled me to be involved in a lot of the things that i am is i love to do community service right and um, it's you know by helping other people, it's, you know, come back to me to help my business as well. Sure. That's how I run my business. It's all relationship building. And you have to be able to really give a lot, like what you do, you know. And you don't have the luxury of doing that when you're in corporate America. No, you don't. You don't have the time. And, you know, that's one of the nice things about being entrepreneurs that you can carve out your own time and, and do the things that you want to do. Yep. Do you take advantage of any of the... um uh, women-owned business um, programs that they have, either for the state or through anything. I don't. I don't know if they have that for se- you know senior care. They should. I have not. I'd be interested in learning more about it. Yeah, I was just. I was just curious because you know, it, it might be a good outlet for right, you. Thank you, know? you. Yeah. <laughs> Ask the chamber. Okay. They'll know. Yeah, right. they should know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it almost seems like you're. Um, I I I think what you're talking about is sort of like uh, when you're starting a business, if you need a loan or uh, something like that, right? Well, no, um, it's procurement, right? Um, and through Najabo and all of those, I think that's pretty much where it 
it stems from, but oh. it's procurement, and they put out bids for what's the word? Call for bids or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. RFPs. RFPs. Right. There you go. Oh, it's been a while, mm-hmm. and um, and you know, and then mm-hmm. you get a chance to bid on it, and it could, it's a lot, a lot of upfront paperwork, but I think once you get in. And you understand how the system works. I think it can be really lucrative, too. I don't know. You know, for some businesses, printers and and things, if they really go that way, they can they can do well. Interesting. Yeah. So now, (laughs) seeing (laughs) what's so funny? I was just whatever. I was just laughing at myself as always. Sorry about that. (laughs) It's good to be able to laugh at yourself, right? Exactly. Oh my god, love it here. (laughs) Business B Radio. Dot com. Uh, <laughs> so I want to ask you about Senior Care Radio. Um, when when you and I had met each other and we were working together a little bit, um, we sort of came up with this idea of starting Senior Care Radio. And you had never really done any, you know, hosted a show or anything like that. No, you've taught me a lot. <laughs> so what? So tell me about that. How was? How do you feel about starting to host? You know, co-host your own show. Well, I feel great, and thank you for the opportunity. It's um, We've had some really great guests, so it's really been fun. We've had a geriatric care manager. We had you know somebody talk about life insurance and long-term care insurance last week. And you know we're going to have somebody talk about reverse mortgages you know, in another couple weeks. So great. It's, it's really nice. It's a good uh, resource for family caregivers, and I'm really excited about it. Mm. Yeah, and you great. weren't you weren't afraid to jump on the mic, were you? I'm not afraid to try anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I must say when because because uh, Kristen, the one thing about Tamara is I told I was showing her how to use the microphone, and she actually listens and she actually does what you tell her to do. And now she she she's like an expert, you know, with her mic technique. Yes, already she is. <laughs> after four shows. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what other type of guests would you be looking for if somebody's listening and wants to, you know, has some sort of expertise to come on? Oh, that's a great question. I mean, we're always looking for elder law attorneys. Okay. Um, people really love to hear about the information that elder law attorneys are able to give. Um, I think one of our previous guests, Gladys Harris, who's a geriatric care manager, had suggested somebody that does buildings for uh, senior facilities. So we're looking to possibly that. Any ideas that you might have? Anybody that really works with seniors and their families? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wide open. I mean, I know we have our list of who we might want somewhere, not in front of us. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah, it's a great, and and we're hoping to get Bob DeMarco as well. Yeah. Yes, we are. (laughs) So speaking of that, Alzheimer's and dementia and, and stuff, how big of a part is Alzheimer's and dementia in the whole senior care world? Yeah, I mean, unfortunately, Alzheimer's and other forms of dementia are so prevalent, and so that's probably most of our business. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, most people, you know, they reach that point where they really need somebody to be with them to be safe at home. So that's oftentimes when people give us a call. I mean, people do call us when they have physical needs, when they're getting out of rehab. But unfortunately, it's usually because of Alzheimer's. Oh, okay. Yeah. And and does that how how long does it take Alzheimer's? Like, how long could you care for someone with Alzheimer's? Long time. That's what's so sad about the disease is that it, it's such a it can be such a long disease. People can be so physically healthy, 
but because of the physiological changes to the brain caused by Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia, it can go on and on for years. Mm. So in general, in your business, are you like on call 24-7? Like people can... If they need you, they call you? We are. We do have a 24-hour answering service, so people can reach us all the time on the weekends at night for emergencies. We do live in care, so that's really important. We also provide care hourly for one of our clients around the clock at a facility, so there's always somebody on call. I do share on call with two of my people in my office, my office manager as well as office assistant, so we rotate. One of us takes a week, and then the next person, and then me. Mm. Right. Does that happen very often? Uh, well, we're always on call, but it goes back to what I had kind of mentioned before. If you manage your business really well up front, we don't get a ton of calls. Oh, I see. So if we really let people know what our expectations are, make sure that they know about their shifts, make sure that we're always following up with them, understanding the needs of our clients and how they might be changing, it really helps the whole process mm. a lot. And how did you learn to manage things up front so well? Is it because early on, you know, you pr- did you make some mistakes, and, or h- how did you learn that? Well, I've always been pretty detail-oriented. I've been a project manager um, in my past corporate world. But yes, a lot of, a lot of mistakes, uh, just learning the business as it goes. You know, when, when you are working with uh, people that, that are caregivers, they, they may not have the same career goals as you and I. So when I first came into this business, I thought everybody had the same work ethic, that everybody's on time, that everybody you know, has a goal, that everybody's driven. And you have to realize that people are different and how to manage them different. Mm. And you know, also caregivers, they give so much of themselves. So also being able to give back to them and show appreciation and, and really you know, make them feel important, mm. which may be something I didn't slow down for in, when I first started my company. I see. Right, because right, caregivers, there's there's the caregiver burnout, so to speak, and that describe what that is. Right, and it can happen, you know, I was describing our caregivers, which are professional caregivers, but it happens a lot with family caregivers as well, where, you know, people just, they keep doing too much, and then they get tired, or, or, or they get anxious, and they can't do the things that they used to be able to do. Mm. Or they get frustrated. Right, and- right. It's so easy, especially when you're dealing with somebody, you know, that has Alzheimer's or other forms of dementia. It's not their fault. Mm. But to see a family member that might lash out at you or ask you something 10 times, it can be very hard on somebody, you know, that really loves that person. Yeah. Yeah. Remember Bob said when early on he started with my grandmother or whatever, and she would, she would tell him to get out right. after he was so tired, you know, and it would get out. What? And he really had a hard time, you know, right. dealing with him, that. It said he took him many, many months to learn somehow how to deal with it. Yeah. Which I think he came to some level of acceptance. Yeah. It's so hard not to take it personally, especially when it's your own family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes that's why it's really good to get professional help because they don't, it's so much easier to not take it personally. Yeah. Right. Like yep. the whole thing with, I just heard, I, I can't remember who it was. Someone was telling me that their grandmother didn't remember any of the children's names and, and didn't even know who they were. And I was, I couldn't, I can't even imagine that. Like going into a room with a family member that I know, I mean, up, uh, someone from my immediate family and like literally they don't know me or know my name or anything. That'd be weird. We just we just started with a client this week, and she did not remember her children or their names or who they were. Mm. Very sad. Wow. 
Is there like some research going on for Alzheimer's? I there's, mean, there's constant research going on, and they're always doing trials, and they're always looking. The Alzheimer's Association is always looking for people to do trials to participate because oh. there's a ton of research. I don't know the exact amount of money that was set aside, but there's been a recent initiative under Obama to set aside a lot of money to eradicate Alzheimer's. Mm. Well, this has been great. I mean, I think we've gotten a pretty good overview of your business. Um, I'm, I'm really, and as Kristen takes a picture of you. See, some people want to look at the picture. Some people want to look at me. While <laughs> um, but, yeah, and we'll post the picture on the show post page. But it's, um, I'm really happy to be doing Senior Care Radio with you. I think we have a really cool show. Um, I think we have a lot of listeners who are starting to tune in and, you know, it's going to take a little time, but, you know, slow and steady, we're, we're building that up. And I think you're doing a great job as a co-host of Senior oh, Care thank Radio. Thank you. And you do a great job as a host. Oh, <laughs> co-host. We're, we're, we're the equals. <laughs> and, uh, and, yeah, as far as what you're doing with your business and, and all your networking and, and volunteering, it's just great to see someone who genuinely cares about other people and wants to be involved in activities that actually help other people. You know, personally, I always want to do more of that type of thing but for somehow you know i'd never get around to it and for for you to actually do it and and to almost dedicate your life to it is is really uh it's really amazing so thank you for that and thank you and thank you for having me on the show i really appreciate it you guys do a great job thank you yeah so Kristen, any last words no (laughs) (laughs) right see this is great see when i'm queuing up the music you can can you tell us a joke, Kristen? No, I don't have any. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, see, we're not comedians; we're uh, business people. Yes. So there you have it. So thanks again, Tamara Young. She's the franchise owner of Senior Helpers here in Northern New Jersey. Uh, to get in touch with her, you can go to SeniorCareRadio.com and actually go to the host page, and and there's a little bio of you and uh, and your website and your phone number and everything. So. And if you have any questions about senior care or anything, seriously, lift up the phone and, and give Tamara a call. She'd be happy, more than happy to just... I would love to. Right? Right. I bet you love doing that. People just call randomly and ask a few questions. Absolutely. And, right? Yeah. <laughs> Someone in need, you just help them out. It's perfect. It makes me feel good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Tamara. Thanks, Kristen. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.